Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fight Fit Podcast. Uh, we are joined today by a very special ga- guest. Very lucky to have Trav Varco on the show today. Trav is a 200-plus game player and a multi-premiership winning player. So, Trav, welcome, mate. Thank you so much for your time. How are you going? Uh, yeah, good, thanks. And thanks for having me on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, pretty humbling. Yeah. So thank, thank you very much. No worries, mate. You Mate, straight to it. Yeah, you've had a pretty shocking result today. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, one that it, I was uh, hoping go uh, would have went the other way, but um, you know, it's it's pretty heartbreaking in the mm. end that um, I thought I was uh, contesting the ball and um, and doing the right thing and um, playing the game how I was taught. So yeah, um, it was it was heartbreaking in that way, and um, I guess um, I got the the double end of it with yeah, um, with uh, the Indigenous round coming up this week yep. and um. You know, that's one that I sort of pencil in at the start of yep. um, every year. And, um, you know, hopefully I'm fighting fit and um, yep. and, and get there in, in one piece. And um, last couple of years, I haven't haven't had the opportunity to play through injury. But, yep. um, yeah, I was uh, cruising along and then, uh, yeah, I've uh, been whacked. Well, yeah, well, unfortunately, I mean, for those of you who don't know yet, you've been slapped with a one-game suspension. Um, f- uh, we'll go into the finer details of it soon. But um, it's Indigenous Round coming up. And you've had you've got a very special jumper that Collingwood are going to wear on on the weekend. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the jumper? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, each each team gets an um, opportunity to um, design a jumper. Um, whether they do that with a competition or um, you know a local artist mm-hmm. or, or someone w- throughout the club, um, which uh, my sister-in-law um, yep. Leanne was um, was chosen and. Um, done an unbelievable design it is a really um, cool looking so yeah, yeah everyone says that they got a pretty um pretty cool jumper <coughs> and and that this is the best but um i think um with all the elements that um were pulled together to mm. to explain a story um and then obviously with how the club supported me um last year with the passing of my sister yep um it brought all those elements together so it's actually got a um a very special meaning to me this mm. year um so uh yeah, I'm going to be absolutely shattered. That, yeah, um, to miss yeah, out on such an occasion. Life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have to sit this one, um, you know, and, and watch it through a TV screen, which is um, disappointing. Yeah, yeah, and it's not one that you can get back on such a special occasion. And also the fact that it was it moved from low impact to to medium as well. Yeah, so I haven't actually seen the um, the vision that they've got. Yeah. Um, so um, that's that's up to. Um, you know, whoever it is that, um, mm. you know, determines all that. And um, I guess they've got a criteria, but um, at, at the end of the day, I, I yeah. felt like I was contesting a ball in the in the spirit of the game. And yeah, um, yeah just got, I yeah. think I just got punished for it, which is... Um, yeah. I mean, I personally, I'm not even being biased, but I think it's very, very stiff call to be suspended for it. Yeah. It's an unbelievably stiff call. Um, we won't get a lynch mob and get all the fight fitters down to the <laughs> yeah. AFL headquarters. Don't worry, mate. <laughs> We're thinking about it. No. Um, so drafted 2005, pick 15 in the national draft to the Cats. What was it like for you coming across and starting your journey as an AFL footballer? Yeah, so um, originally from Adelaide, yeah. um, from the northern suburbs. And um, I was actually quite lucky to um, find myself at Geelong, actually, mm. because um, it's, it's a similar setup to Adelaide. Um I think in my first, I reckon, five years, I only ever came up to Melbourne to play games. So I mm. absolutely hated it. Um, oh, really? Just the big yeah, city? Yeah, yeah, the big, yeah, the big smoke. And um, but um, you know, Geelong were obviously really, really good to me. Um, you know, mm. in, in my younger days, yeah, you actually go from a, 
I guess, a boy to, to a man and, um, you know, not only in, in a footy sense, but um, as a person. So, um, you know, I stayed with a host family down there um, for uh, my first year. Mm. Um, so, you know, while you're trying to get used to the training regime, um, you know, eating properly, um, getting your sleep right, um, you know, they, they would help you with the, you know, cooking yeah um you know washing yeah things that you probably take for granted from yep. your parents exactly um, mate it takes, so, yeah it's, I think, a, it's a good lesson <laughs> yeah, yeah so um it was actually um quite nice to to have that um that support yeah um and then um after um 12 months is up you usually find your feet and um yep. you know you, you either move in with a um another player so, yep. you, know, so, you know you might make a you know, a few friends along the way, but um, I was lucky enough to have a, have a mate there that um, we had mutual friends in Adelaide and okay. um, got introduced to him um, when I first moved over. And um, yeah, he, he became like my, I guess, my family, uh, my, my big brother. And, mm. um, you know, he said, you know, if you want a place to stay, um, yeah. you know, I'll help you out for a bit. And Must have been good I to have up, that. Yeah, yeah. I ended up staying there for three years. Oh, and, well. um, you know, he's, he's two boys. Um, they, they, they're pretty much my little brothers there. So, um, it was nice to have, um, you know, a home away from home. And, mm. um, you nice know, to really help you settle because oh, yeah. Geelong's a very different place to, yeah, to Adelaide, I guess. Absolutely. So it was, um, uh, it did have that Adelaide feel about it. Mm. So it didn't really get lost in, um, you know, up, up in Melbourne as, as mm. you can, you know, I don't know, you don't know how many people here, but you can feel very, very lonely. Couple so, million. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it was a real tight knit community down mm. there. And, um, obviously footies are, um, the number one sport down there. So, um, you know, I settled into that life pretty, pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed, you know, I think it was nine years in the end, um, yeah. wonderful years. And, um, you know, I look back at now when, um, the cats play down there and, mm. you know, you see the stadium and, you know, you feel like you have some sort of, um, Mm. You know, you left some sort of legacy behind and yeah, um, with the group that you played with. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you were you were the one of the. I think you were the quickest player to ever win a hundred games, and you because you won your first hundred games in your first hundred took you one hundred and twelve games to win. Yeah, I think 100. yeah, that would have been it. Yeah, so you had lot, an so. unbelievably successful yeah, time yeah, at Geelong. Yeah, um, deteriorated since. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that, man. I wouldn't say that. But you won a premiership in two thousand nine and then two thousand eleven. You had a remarkable game in that two thousand eleven grand final as well those first two goals that you kicked and uh yeah that was a that was a that was a ripper yeah again. i think that i still owe one to collingwood i think so yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. to hopefully bring one back there would be um you know to even even the stats out of yeah. it but um you know I, I felt like uh 2011 was um we weren't the best team mm. um we were we just played the right footy at the right time and um and it all came together on, on the big stage which is um you know, it was great for us, but yeah. um, it was a hell of a team, though. Yeah, still. yeah it was and towards the back end of that unbelievably successful era with Geelong, but yeah, yeah, it was. And then, um, you know, I'll probably look back now at the names that I was sort of running around with. Not only are they going to be greats of Geelong, mm. they'll be greats of, of AFL. So, yeah, who was the best in that era? Oh, you're splitting hairs there, but mm. um, I really enjoyed um, my time with Jimmy Bartell. Mm. I think, um, you know, whenever there was a big play to be made, um, he was your man. If you needed mm. a big goal to be kicked, he was your man. Great player. Um, he did everything like, and put his head over the ball. Mm. Um, you know, won his fair share, but um, Jesus could punish punish your side um, off his own boots. So yeah. it was actually um, the best all round player I've ever played with. Wow, interesting. You must have felt pretty secure knowing that Matty Scarlett was at the other end as well. 
Yeah, yeah, he's um <coughs> he's a, comp- a competitive beast. Um, and Corey yeah. Enright as well oh, back mate, down there. And I think um when you look at the team um on paper, you know, obviously knowing how their careers all ended up, mm. um, you know, I, I kind of feel a bit um. Uh, a bit silly um, in that lineup, so. Oh, not um, at all, mate. But you know, it, was, it was actually when you when you roll through the through the names that you know you, you actually did um, run out with mm. and alongside, it was um it's quite unbelievable. So, mm. do you ever take a moment to just pinch yourself and just realize that you were a part of that, you know, uh, like that era defining team or that era defining part of AFL history? Oh, I think um, like now as you get a bit older, mm. um, coming towards the end of that career, and I'm not um, you know. In, like really entrenched in um, Geelong um, as it is obviously you know at Collingwood you got you got your own stuff to worry about mm. so you you, you do um, your mind does wander back mm. every now and then um, and uh, I think you do reminisce about some mm. some of the stuff but I think when you finish your whole career mm. I think that's the time when you sit down and probably um, you know roll out all what you've achieved and mm. um, you know, yeah. the, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and um, I guess it's I guess the life of an AFL footballer is a fast-paced one. Yeah, and you don't really have time to kind of sit yeah, back well, and reflect, and you're always kind of looking towards your next goal, I guess. But. Yeah, absolutely, and it's um I think you're lucky. I think it's an average of three point seven years. Yeah, in, in, a, in a, as an AFL um, yeah. career, so I've been lucky enough to enjoy. Well, I mean, this is my fourteenth or fifteenth mm. year, so um I've been at the lucky end, but it's such a high turnover that. Um, mm. You know, you don't know when your time's up, yep. but um, yeah, you just got to make the most. And it can it. switch so easy, so easy, just like that. I mean, you see, I was just looking today, and I saw that uh, Cam McCarthy was playing twos for Frio, and uh, Josh Jenkins is playing twos for Adelaide. And those guys at the start of the year, they were having really good runs, or last year they were great, like kicking goals, and now they're in the twos, and it's just that stuff can just happen so quickly. Yeah, oh, it's um, yeah, like I said, it, the evolution of footy, yeah, um, changes quickly um and, th- and that's what the coaches are there to do they they keep up with the trends of the game and mm. um they lay out the format and um what they think is going to be the best way to win a premiership or whatever <coughs> it may be um and your job is to um, work on your craft and make sure you're staying in within those um guidelines so um yeah the the game does move pretty quickly yeah um you just got to keep up skilling yourself and um improving and finding different ways to to keep ahead of the game mm. so then 2015 trade period you're involved in a three-way trade between yourself Caridier Lumumba and Mitch Clark with Melbourne Collingwood and Geelong yes I think Collingwood definitely got the best of that trade I don't, yeah, I don't well, think Caridier and um, Mitch Clark really played too many games after that so that must be a uh, a uh, pretty proud moment for Collingwood yeah oh well yeah when you when you probably look at it that way mm. um, but uh, I think um, I think the key to that trade mm. was um, Jack Crisp coming to Collingwood mm. and Beams going out. Yeah. So I think if that didn't happen, then that three-way trade probably mm. wouldn't have got over the line. So, was I it a strange it, thing to be traded, or was it something that you were, you preempted? Oh, or look, I think um, it was a natural parting of the seas for mm. myself and Geelong. Like, I always wanted to be a one-club player, um, just never panned out that way, and mm. um, you know we. We left on great terms mm. um, and I'll forever be welcome down there. And, um, you know, once my time's up, you know, I, I think the team that gives you the opportunity to play mm. um, and fulfill your, your childhood dream, mm. I think that's where your loyalties lie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, don't get me wrong either. Like, 
Collingwood have um, given me an, uh, an amazing opportunity mm. to extend the career. And um, and I'd say a real second wind as well. Yeah. I'd say so, it, at some points you've, you you could argue that you've played your career's, career best footy at Collingwood as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't give up anything down in Geelong, and yeah. um, and definitely wouldn't give up anything in, as, as you know so far at, at Collingwood. Yeah. Um, and you know, I never ever thought I'd make a grand final mm. um, again. And um, you know, we're pretty close to it. Um, mm. Obviously, didn't go our way, but um, it was a remarkable was, season last season. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable just to be a part of that um, a finals experience because um, I think. Since I've been at Collingwood, I haven't played finals. Had a, f- um, a few pretty pretty rough years. Yeah, yeah. When that's and that's what happens. You know, that's the evolution of footy. Like I said, it's mm. um, you know teams have got to rebuild at some stage, and um, in, unless you're you know Sydney or, or Geelong, that's mm. at the top for forever and a day. So mm. um, I think the thing about Geelong that I find really interesting. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think that they've got a really even pay structure in the way that they pay their players. And that the, there's not that much of a discrepancy between the top paid player and uh, like sort of middle of the range players, and they just keep it at that sort of level. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, <laughs> they want me back down there. I'll, I'll come back <laughs> yeah, I just heard that. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I just it's just from word at the footy. But um, yeah. So I don't know, sure, but Geelong is definitely a really well run club, and Sydney struggling this year a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, and, and that's um, you can't like you can't stay. Um, at, at the top, top forever. forever, yeah. Um, you know, I grew up barracking for Sydney, so yeah. Um, you know, I do keep a close eye on them, and you know, you, you still get that. You know, like we all, we all have that inner inner child in in, in ourselves, and mm. um, you know, like I would have loved to have played this week. You know, get to play against <coughs> the team that I barracked mm. for as a kid, um, wearing a jumper that yep. means so much to me. Um, yeah, and, and playing on the SCG, I would have been like phenomenal. Mm. So, um, yeah, you know, and that and that's the reason you started playing footy. So, mm. like, you know, the huge moments, oh, huge yeah, occasions absolutely. like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, probably gone. A bit I, yeah, no, no, not at all, mate. I can imagine how hard that would be. And I mean, if you're going to take any positives out of that whatsoever, that situation is that you and your family have had such an impact on this game, and it's still going to have that really tangible sort of uh, feeling and meaning to the game. It's not going to have the same because you're not going to be out there. You're not going to be throwing your weight around like you normally do, but the meaning will still be there. Yeah. I guarantee it. It'll be a good game. So one of the real hurdles that you've sort of faced in your career was we'll start off with the racial sort of uh, abuse that you've copped. Do you, do you mind going into that story a little bit about what happened there? Uh, yeah, also probably not the story, but like mm. I guess um, the thing that um, is – the biggest um, thing I got out of it mm. is that, um, you know, you can't just slap people with, um, you know, bands and, and all this sort of stuff, like mm. without actually explaining, you know, why it is so hurtful um, mm. uh, to, you know, like yeah. whoever you're, you know, uh, making these comments to. So, mm. um, yes, they deserve to um, cop everything that they get, but mm. you can't just give it to them and not, not explain why. So I think, Education is always the key mm. um, to to actually um, make them realise why it is so hurtful. Mm. Um, so I think that's the sort of path I, I was trying to aim and, and go down. Is yeah. that um, you know at the end of the day we are humans. Mm. Um, you know we we do have kids. Um, you know we do everyday stuff. Like mm. it's just because we're um, you know 
uh, athlete, yeah, we're not immune to hurt. Yep. Um, we're not. We're like, I think you grow a thick skin to yep. um, just the world that we walk in. Yeah. Um, but seeing your friends and family, the ones that care about you the most, and how cut they actually do get. Mm. Um, some aren't as strong as others, and you know, can it can um, take a toll on them. So, I think when you see that side of it, um, it actually breaks you down inside. Mm. It's, it's not necessarily, um, you know, I, I can't um, educate everyone, mm. and um, you know, sometimes people are just ignorant to to certain things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, like if you can actually um, explain why, yeah, then. I think do you think we're taking a step forward perhaps perhaps like you know people are falling not victim but people are being kind of sheep in the sense that there's a big sort of mob mentality we saw at the sydney game when adam goods called out that young girl perhaps she sort of had that mob mentality behind her and everyone was yelling out and she yelled out something that was highly inappropriate and then uh in in your in one of the instances with you uh somebody got behind their social media and sort of made these yeah. pretty disgusting comments yeah um, and was found by your partner kim as yes. well and so what you're saying is that perhaps like education yeah to these people yeah. could be so, a, a um, way forward rather than just sort of banning them and vilifying them yeah yeah like i, I think um you know some sort of punishment is um yeah it's, Suitable, it's true yeah. right and, and that's um that goes with anything you know because mm. um every action there's going to be a consequence yeah um so i think um with with this, um, it's, yeah, it's, so it's a bit of a hard one because, um, with social media, there's, mm. there's no accountability. Mm. So, um, you can be you whatever you, you want, can, yeah. say whatever you so want. You can, yeah. you can say whatever you want without, um, a care in the world. Mm. Whereas, um, you probably say it with the, um, goods, the incident, mm. um, you know, he's yelling out now she yeah. gets plastered. Um, you know, and I think she's, I learned an amazing amount. Mm. Um, You'd have and, so, and, yeah. and Adam did too. Like Adam, you know, was at that point was, you know, we need to um, explain why. And, mm. um, I think, I think, I think that was the message, a yeah, similar message to what you're saying as well. Is no, that, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, and that sort of, um, sort of, uh, you know, worked itself out a little bit. Mm. Um, and then I think once everything sort of dies down, it sort of gets forgotten about. And, mm. um, but yeah, uh, I think, yeah, like I said, I just want to keep pushing that. Um, you know, you got to explain why. Yeah. Um, the consequences are what they are. Because mm. perhaps um, there is a, a genuine lack of education into that, and people often do see AFL footballers on the TV, and they're these amazing athletes, and they see them as sort of a, I guess, like a piece of meat that they can just say whatever they want to, and that's not the case, as you said, that you guys have families as well. You guys have feelings. You know, you don't like being called certain names yeah it's a really good point to have a further education you think that's maybe something that you could sort of delve further into is oh, education look, I, I didn't um i didn't actually go to, out and seek it i, I mm. simply just answered a question about eddie betts and it mm. um uh yeah just just made the headlines and mm. um you know i probably said about three things <clears> and, um those three things happened to be the headlines the next day so mm. um it, it was sort of um not sort of like forced upon yeah but it was just like okay well um, if I look at this as a, you know, in 50 years time, mm. if this was maybe like a little etch in it and, um, you know, it was a, a positive way forward, mm. um, that's something I'll look back at and be, be pretty proud of. Mm, definitely. So 
on top of that, you're definitely on the field. You're somebody who definitely embodies the fighting spirit, the way that you go about it every week. But also when life has thrown you sort of hurdles and a real sucker punch last year in that you lost your sister. When that, when that happened, how on earth did you manage to keep on playing football at that time? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I'll probably start off with, um, I think the, the people that are close to you, mm. um, like I, I remember, um, going through the week and then, mm. um, you know, we weren't sure which way it was going to go just coming, um, going back to the hotel and, mm. um, you know, speaking with my partner, Kim and, um, not, not necessarily forcing you to talk, but, um, you know, uh, just asking a few questions to see how you're going. Mm. Um, you know, some of those conversations went for about five minutes mm. and it was shut down pretty quick. And then there was other nights where we'd talk for an hour, two hours. like. Um, and it was just more about, um, without even knowing it at the time, it was actually more probably um, pulling out all the feelings and putting mm. it, you know, on the table, you know, with someone that you really trust and, and, and loved mm. um, that, you know, that's going to be, you know, safe and, you know, you're not going to, um, you know, yeah. Gonna come back to bite you or anything like yeah. that and i think um she just got me used to and um to dealing um with it earlier mm. um i don't think you ever get over no. um hurt like that but i think you just get better with dealing with it and, yeah um without even knowing it i was um it was, it was almost instantaneously mm. so um I kim think, kim played a massive part yeah obviously. absolutely and um and then like i guess with um you know, there's so many other things to worry about, mm. like, you know, just being able to book flights and, you know, where we're going to stay, like, Kim yeah. just did everything, didn't ask a question, this is what we're going to mm. do, here we go, this is what we, like, whatever I wanted to do, that was what we we're going to do. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, I, I did come in to, to train here, actually, mm. um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, at least keep some sort of fitness up and, um, you know, know but like, not, like, like, probably looking back at it now, like I could have had the week off and I wasn't going to lose any fitness whatsoever. Mm. But I think um, exercise is great for, you know, your, your peace of mind, men yep. mental state. So keep your mind and body yeah. active. Yeah. So I ended up coming in here and, um, you know, the, the people were so respectful here and, mm. you know, they gave me the space when, when I needed it. But at the same time too, I, I needed um, interaction with, um, you know, people that I felt comfortable around. So mm. um, it was, again, another it's another home away from home. So, mm. um, you know, this place has always been good, good for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, my partner was worked here for I don't know, three, three, three and a half years. Yeah. So, um, and just for the audience members, that's how we know you. That's why you're a good friend of the gym is because your partner, Kim, um, has trained here for a while and you come in and out as well. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's, and then, um, yeah. And then obviously I, I picked up, a, a, you know, a few, um, few boxing lessons here and there mm. and um you know something that i really enjoyed but um like i said it's a it's another little um home away from home and, and a little family that um you know i'll definitely like mm. cherish forever yeah and maybe even we'll sign you up when you finish your footy career <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we go yeah maybe sign Hopefully, you up for yeah, a fight fit challenge yeah a few years off if uh yeah and how is your family all dealing with it now how is everyone coping you guys obviously came together in a big way after that tragedy yeah um i think um that's when it hits the hardest i reckon like mm. when it's sort of um fresh in everyone's mind mm. um you know you have all this love and support around but um 
the world doesn't stop and mm. that's uh, you know as much as you want it to to pause and um you know have that have that little breather um it just doesn't happen um so i think when um when it when the dust sort of settled mm. um and you do realize that um she's not going to walk through the door again and she's mm. not going to be able to you know hug you or kiss you um that's when it that's when it really sets in so um the good thing is that all my family's back at home and um you know a, a big family so there's always someone that's doing okay or a lot that are doing okay at one time and there mm. might be a couple that are down so they can always sort of help each other through and you try and really um, keep your ear to the ground see yeah, 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 yeah. and um just see how they just not not too much you know like um tracking them and mm. you know i'm not I'm not going to like sit on top of you and ask yeah. every single day and yeah. Um, yeah. you know how you doing, how you doing, how you doing, because that probably drive you, you drive anyone insane. Really. I guess I guess when when in that situation you kind of want to empower people and let them know that you're there for them, but not get in there. Yeah, yeah. Too so much, and know. I think too, and it's, it's a bit of a two way street too. Like you got to um, you got to ask for the help when mm. when you need it, and um, I think they've they found that balance. And um, you know, my old man rings me, mm. um, you know, probably every fourth or fifth time he's um you know he's been in tears and mm. um you know and that, at that point you know you sort of that's you got to be that rock for, for him and um you know he's, he's done everything um you know right up to today for you know for me so mm. it's nice to be able to um you know lend, lend an ear and a, and a shoulder for him um even though that i can't physically be there he's mm. um you know, he's entrusted me enough to Nice spill out his feelings. Yeah, and that's a that's a really amazing and powerful thing when you can be that confidant for someone when when they feel comfortable enough to sort of you know open up to you. And is that something that you find that is getting easier for you to be able to open up and to be able to seek help and talk to your partner or talk to your friends? Yeah, or I family. think it was. It's definitely not my strong suit. Mm. Um, but I think Kim's um, you know, sort of got that quality. Um, is you know, it's working towards getting the best out of me in, in that so um yeah definitely not the or i wasn't the greatest but um yeah i guess you never know until you're challenged in a mm. certain way and um yeah i think last year was um if that's as hard as it gets i think i'm going to be fine with um with a lot of other things yeah yeah and so you you obviously you never get over these things but you feel like you're really you know maintaining and and getting through it yeah yeah absolutely it's um maggie's a little bit like me like mm. in the sense that um you know don't sit around sulking mm. all day like just you know it is what it is and um, it's never going to be perfect but yeah. yeah and like no matter how angry or sad or mm. um you know, how much you hate the world it's it's like i can't bring it back and mm. um that's Oh, that's how I sort of feel about like if if that if anything was to you know unfortunately yeah. happen to me like that's how I'd want yeah you know people that know me and um yeah you know close to me that's how I'd want them to think and you to... think that if it were the roles were reversed that Maggie would be that rock as well oh yeah absolutely yeah she's there she was there for everyone so yeah um, probably more so than she needed to be but mm. um you know she, I think she was the the one in the family that never took any sides and just um. Mm was just like oh yeah you know just gave enough to you but always sat on the fence it was, yeah it's yeah. unbelievable it's actually an unbelievable um skill to have to mm. to be able to give something to make them feel comfortable but not to actually um 
side with anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, she was actually, yeah, she was really good at that. Yeah, I wish I wish that more people were like that, actually, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> there'd be a lot more understanding in the world. Nah, yeah. Absolutely. What's some other qualities that you'd really like Maggie to be remembered by when think people think of her, in particular this Saturday when people are remembering her? Um, what are some of the qualities? That you yeah, like? uh, I think um, like, the one that stands out the most is like uh, she didn't have much. Mm. But what she did have, she loved so much. Like it was, it was like pure happiness. Like it, if if you ever wanted happiness in your life, and there, I think every every parent or mm. um, you know everyone wants someone to have you know happiness in their life. But it's, I think she lived like the happiest life that anyone could actually ever live. And um, to share it with her partner, like they never they never spent a day apart from each other, like the whole time that uh, I think it was like nine nine mm. years. Like that's phenomenal. Like never never a day apart like and like yeah. they, they loved doing what you know that and it would be just as simple as like picking picking a street in adelaide to go eat dinner mm. um and it, they wouldn't know what what restaurants are on that that strip they said oh we're gonna have to eat on that street like mm. but like that that was their just be spontaneous like, you know, and enjoy. it was just it was actually um that that was their life they just you know happy go lucky and just loved each other's company like, mm. and it was um you know she could have the worst day but she would still have a smile on her face like mm. i'm sure she would and probably josh probably cop the brunt of it because like, mm. you know um you know the partners always do yeah but um they yeah she she was absolutely unbelievably happy um and how 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 much how's the support network around her family in adelaide yeah, yeah. so it's um like I said, it's it's been tough at times, mm. um, but um, I think there's there's a big enough group there to yeah. you know like like I said, there's always you can't have amazing days every day. It's going to hit you at some stage, mm. and um, as long as you have the the right people around to, to lean on, yeah, um, you'll be fine. And um, yeah, like I said, it's two way street as well. You've got to you've got to be able to ask for the help when you need it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. they're doing they're doing really well. Yeah, I'm sorry to harp on and keep asking all of these questions, but I'm yeah. genuinely fascinated by the strength that you've shown, um, and how you've really shown that fighting spirit and been able to come through this and really have that presence of mind to be able to look out for your family as well. And it's really admirable, mate. Um, is there anything that you would say to somebody else who might be going through something, or somebody else who might be struggling, or something very similar to yourself? What kind yeah. of advice would you give oh, them? I think, like, like I said, like just mm. being able to find that one person, or you know, two or three, whatever it may be, um, that you really do really trust, and to actually um, open up, and um, you'll find, you know, like no one's ever going to shoot you down. Like mm. you just, you just got to ask for that help, and um, and and I think the other part too is, um, you know, obviously knowing knowing your capabilities, and, mm. and you know, if you do have a high pressure job or you know it doesn't even have to be a high pressure job just even going to work like if you if you generally know that you're capable of um or fulfilling your your duties and just just still live live life as mm. as you would um like i said the worst parts are probably at night time and that's that's where you that solid rock comes in yeah that you you have that special person or people that you yeah. can actually lean on so yeah. Um, I completely understand that. I mean, when I was 19, I lost my, my dad and like, it was, it was so, it was so difficult because sometimes you just, Oh, 
you know, you feel like it's never going to get better. But yeah, to hear that from you is just really is touching. Yeah. 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 And um, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, as long as you, you keep that communication open, mm. um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I try and look at things in a, in a different light as well is that, um, yeah, I'm doing it tough. But mm. I, I can guarantee there's, you know, a, a lot of other people up there that are, that are doing it. Mm. harder or just as tough so yeah and you were very um, lucky to have kim by your side as well yeah yeah so yeah and i was and i'm lucky i've got my mum. you're lucky you've got kim and for anybody else out there just to yeah yeah have somebody close to you who's yeah yeah and that's it. able to listen able to bring up the things for you and yeah you've rattled me here trav mate <laughs> you've absolutely <laughs> rattled me mate <laughs> uh, awesome um so mate let's get back to footy Tell us about Collingwood's premiership run this year. Are you guys going to do it? Yeah, hopefully we got the. Um, I think we got the right mix there, and um, you know, you, like, like I said, footy's you know it changes every six mm. weeks. So you just got to um, let the coaches um, bring forth the what they think is um, the right type of footy mm. um, for that week, or for you know for you know our next up to the buy. Um, they'll have um, one eye on. Um, what we've got to do this week, but mm. not also seeing what the trends of the game are, um, on what different you know different teams are you know have got slight variations and um, you know being able to combat that. Um, so I think um, we're we're sitting okay at the moment. Mm. Um, well, it means we're not like you know every other team will probably be saying as well. You know, you know, I haven't really played the best footy, mm. um, but we're managing to knock up some wins. Um, mm. early Professional on. season so far. Yeah, you just got to keep working towards, um, you know, when it gets to that pointy end, um, really tightening, tightening up um, how we want our footy to mm. be played and um, and then executing it. So, why do you guys keep on losing to West Coast? Do you think why are they such a bogey team for you know. guys when other other teams manage to get it over them? But every time you guys play West Coast, it seems like they yeah, they really get it over. I you. think some teams just match up well mm. against um, a certain opposition and. Um, at the moment, they've just they've got the stick over us, and mm. um, yeah, they'll um, they're one that you probably, like I said, you'll probably mark them off at the end at the start of the season and go, yeah, that's one that you probably want to knock off. You never ever want to lose to um, a team that beat you in a granny. Mm. Uh, yeah, you never ever want to lose to them again. But um, they just, uh, I think they just, um, they really know what they're doing and. Mm. and and what their roles are. And, and maybe they've got that mental edge over you guys as well a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if it's a mental edge. I just think they just they just match up well and um mm. they're, they're always good games. Like and that's and like it's not like cracking games. Um blown out of the water yeah. and we like embarrassed ourselves. I mm. think like as a you know even like the granny like mm. um you know absolutely shattered that we lost. But you look at that as a footy um spectacle mate, you can't ask for any more mm. um and it I guess being a uh, you know on the big stage, like it's it's actually as a footy lover, you'd go, oh, I don't care who you barry for, like that was awesome to watch. That was um, I was at the game and I was absolutely losing it that last yeah, quarter. Yeah, it so, was unbelievable um, game. Yeah, but yeah, no, and I'm 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 massive on like when you see like you know um, mm. you know Grand Slam championships, all that sort of stuff. You want to see it go down to the wire. Like, yeah, it was actually it was one of the best grand finals. It wasn't. In years. Um, it was a special play mm. that had to be pulled out to win it. And unfortunately for us, it was, I, was, I was on the on the wrong end of it. But um, when you're like actually looking back mm. and think, 
like there's so many things that have to go right mm. um, for them to actually even get in their forward 50, let alone mm. kick a goal. And then um, I love Dom Sheed's um, journey of getting there as well, like not even considered in the best 22. Yeah, he was playing twos for actually much of the year. kicking a clutch goal. Yeah, and, just you know, gun barrel straight, um, straight through. In front of God knows what was getting said yeah. over the thing. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you think like all these sorts of things, you know, and it comes down to that one moment and he's just executed, um, mm. you know, what he had to and you're just going, well, it was very heartbreaking. I was just watching it go through. I was like, mate, this is, this yeah. couldn't be any worse. Yeah, you and could then, not write that script. It's just, yeah. But, you know, and then, um, yeah, so I like, as a, as a pure footy lover, like obviously, you know, like I said, no one ever wants to lose. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, as a, as a spectacle, it was, yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, it was unbelievable. They reckon there's a big five this year. Yourself, Geelong, West Coast, Richmond, GWS. Personally, I wouldn't put Richmond in there. But I'm thinking at the end of the year, grand final day comes along. You versus Geelong, your old team in a grand final. How does that sound to you? Oh yeah. Who are you playing for? No, look. Um, Knock West Coast off in the semi final, and then you played along. <laughs> yeah. I'd be, I'd be. Um, like I, said, like I said before, I don't think I'd ever, I'd ever get to a grand final again. Mm. And I thought that was my last chance at it. Mm. And no, you don't ever want to, you know, start throwing that stuff around now because there's there's a lot of water going to the bridge. So, mm. um. I think you're saying Richmond aren't there. Like you can't take um, that amount of players out of a team mm. um, and think that they're going to still be up there. Like mm. if they if they're thereabouts and they start getting all, um, their game up and running, I think they. If Ramsey makes pretty... some sort of freak recovery, then potentially. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, you know they, they'll um, they'll set themselves mm. um, as as every team does. But um, you know, as as for the big five, like I don't know what whatever. Yeah, that's that's for the the media to sort of run through and mm. um and you know pick out that sort of stuff. But um yeah, if it, if it was a um Geelong and Collingwood, mm. that would be um pretty crazy. And then um, fight fitters, you heard it here first. If you want to put money on something <laughs> this season, Trav Varco for the Norm Smith against Geelong in the grand final <laughs> in a victory. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that would be probably we're going to be a bunch fun. of rich fight fight fitters. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mate, an unbelievable career so far. Would you say that there's a highlight for you or a moment that really sticks out that was Yeah, oh, I think um It's a really no hard one, question, I no know. One, but... No one ever forgets their first game. Mm. Like I think um, you know, being able to um you know, to see like to get on a list is like, you know, that's pretty good, but that's only the start of it, you know, all the all the hard work is, is in front of you and um to get your first game, um, mm. I remember, yeah, we played Carlton at Eddie Hadle, Marvel, or whatever mm. you want to call it now. Um, April 7th, 2007. So, yeah, that's how you always remember that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, so I remember that's probably one of Was it um, round one? one no, nah, round two. Yeah. Um, me and big Tom Hawkins. Uh, same day. Got to debut the same day, which was um, really nice. And, um yeah, we are. We end up winning that one pretty comfortably mm. that day, and um, yeah, he so wasn't as that. big back then, Tom Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, <laughs> had a lot of puffy fat. That was yeah, yeah sure. did he? <laughs> His skin folds. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So that was that was really that was really um, one of my um, 
most cherished moments. Mm. Um, yeah, probably yeah, 2011 granny is right up there or in 2009. Mm. Um, they'll probably, um, two different, um, ends of the spectrum is in, um, 2009 was really grinded out to the Mm. end. Like we didn't know who was going to sort of win. Mm. Um, and then 2011 was 37 points. I got to enjoy the last probably Mm. 10, 10 minutes of it. Mm. You know, you sort of running around looking at other players Mm. going, you know, we've got another one. That must be pretty special. Um, and then I think, uh, and this is probably, you know, Playing West Coast in the prelim um, last year, you know, after passing in May, that was a um, on a total different um, emotional level. Mm. Um, you know, to like I even look back now, and you know, you did that under um, extreme circumstances, and mm. um, not that I was thinking that at the time, but you know, yeah. I, I, I um, you must have been was, on autopilot. Yeah, yeah. Was, there's so many images of. Um, of that game that um, mean, they just mean a, a lot more than just a game. Like, so, With, I remember you had Maggie written on the, on yeah, your Yeah, that was there. grand final day. Yeah. So yeah. that was, um, you know, obviously, you know, you, you're, you always carry them around with you, mm. no matter where you go. It's, um, but yeah, that was probably, um, I don't know, maybe more of a, a visual. Sort of thing. How did that conversation go down with the coaches? The and did they did they even ask you if you wanted to play? Because surely no one would would suspect you to bounce back and play that quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I knew um, what my capabilities were, and mm. um, like I knew that I had the strength to um, carry out what I needed to for mm. the team. And like, it, like it is a team game. Like I would never ever put um, bucks or all my teammates in the position to answer for me, like, you know, what to put him out there, mm. like, you know, was he, was he all right? Was it, you know, all yeah, that sort of your, stuff. Like your decision. I was, I was, I actually had confidence in, um, my ability. Mm. Um, and I knew I could carry out the job. Um, people were a little bit wide different. Um, but I think going back to work and doing something that we both loved, mm. um, really helped me, um, on my way so yeah and you, did you feel like you were channeling maggie's strength at all or what maggie loved yeah, she's yeah, such I a think, footy fan as well and again we're, we're, we're similar in this this respect is that you know as much as you want to do it for um everyone around you like at the end of the day they're all going to sit down and say we love you we you mm. know um we're proud of you mm. you got to do it just as much for yourself mm. as what you do is for, for everyone else and I think sometimes too, that's where you can get lost a little bit is that you're trying to make um, and push so many things um, and make it count mm. that you just try that a little bit too hard. Mm. But when you, when you actually break it down, you know, you're doing, you're doing something that you love mm. as well. So I think, um, you know, she, she would have been smiling for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I hope she still does. And, uh, I think she'll be smiling definitely when you win that Norm Smith this year, mate. <laughs> everyone will be everyone will be smiling. <laughs> That'll be unreal, mate. Travi, unless there's uh, anything else you really wanted to go over tonight, we're going to leave our adoring fans 
here. I think it's been awesome. You've absolutely rattled me, mate. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, you're just, just uh, yeah. Yeah, that's off, cross that off the bucket. First time I've been rattled. <laughs> um, yeah, unbelievably inspirational story. Thank you so much for your time, mate. It's been absolutely awesome. Um, I think we've got one question. Uh, would you ever step into the ring? Bash has asked you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do a bit more training. I'll do, yeah. I'll do some training with um, Tosca, actually. So, um, you know, he's been able to... I've seen you on the pads, mate. I reckon you could... Uh, yeah, no, I do enjoy it. I, I enjoy the... Um, the like, we, do, we do all team sport. Mm. Um, and and I when I feel flat... I've got 44 other blokes I can lean on and I can yeah. probably hide a little bit. And I actually, um, to see, um, you know, boxers go through what mm. they do, like you vote, you got, you know, obviously your trainers and stuff to motivate you. But at the end of the day, you're, you're out there by yourself. Like, mm. you it's, gotta, yeah, you, know, you can't, you got to get yourself in the right frame of mind. And, and mm. like, you don't have anyone to lean on, but you know, you got yeah. you have a lot of confidence and that, and I really enjoy that aspect of it. Mm. To, um, I guess you've seen that with your partner Kim as well in the fights that she's oh, undertaken and the process that that's been to, to get there. Yeah, so it's actually um, something I'll um, I'd love to just um, at least do the training mm. and um, see how you go. But um, you know, Kim can talk to me all she wants about it, mm. and um, all I've got is um, you know I can only imagine it. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing like um, being able to go through it, um, whether regardless if you win or lose. Like, yeah, that's the, the the commitment that you make mm. to actually go through with the training and um the stress and or not just you probably yeah, it is a bit of stress is it is stressful like you know putting your body through um an intense block of training mm. like, that's something i can only ever imagine mm. like i actually want to i reckon you could, i reckon you could handle it mate if i oh, can handle it you can yeah. handle it, i'll tell you that much <laughs> yeah jordy jordy reckons he's he, he'll, he'll handle it but oh, Jordy, yeah, we're talking about Jordy. <laughs> Jordy Degoe for whoever's uh, still listening. He reckons he can. He reckons he can box, but yeah. I can assure you he can't. He said he, he, said he died. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said he died in um in, in Paul's class. Yeah, uh, he did one year. fight. He did one fight fit challenge, and he was, <laughs> and he and he almost did a hammy. Yeah. He thought he he thought he'd try and be cool and not stretch before, but we've got some more questions coming in. Uh, we've got Ed Jubri. That's my coach from London. Coached me for three years. So shout outs to the great man. Um. He said, "Would you let Jake coach you? Yeah. Would you uh, let yeah. me coach you? <laughs> footy, footy, what? No, for boxing. Oh, for boxing. I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, oh, the way, yeah, the way, um, produce, um, fight night. Yeah, absolutely. He said, I could teach you. I think or two, mate. No. <laughs> uh, another question. Uh, Bash says not if he wants to win. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> um, Brennan Maguire says." Can't go wrong with Tosca. He's a champion of champions. Yeah, yeah. It's um he actually scares me into to doing the right technique. So yeah. um no, nah, he's actually he, he's actually breaks down um things um unbelievable. You can't you can't be um you know at the top of your game and mm. on the world stage for that long and not pick up anything. Or mm. to actually um be able to coach and mm. um and, and communicate um that that sort of um mm. experience is like i don't think i'll you can't buy that i haven't had too much to do with tosca but i can tell you i can assure you well you know this but he's a one-of-a-kind dude i spoke to paul firefield on one of the previous podcasts and paul just 
absolutely had nothing but good things to say about Tosca and the way he trains and his mindset. And oh, he's just a really yeah, cool guy. And he I must think, be cool to learn yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the other thing too is that he um he translated a lot a lot of um stuff over into footy. Mm. Like it's like you know you have your you know your footworks and all, all you know you got to get them in the right slide and um in the right placements and um to actually translate it into footy terms as well. Like obviously um the principles are the same. Like mm. um. I'm just lucky that no one throws punches on the footy mm. field. So, but if they happen to do, I think you're going to be okay. So, <laughs> um, but it, it's actually um, the, the the thing that blew me away the most is that how like how much he actually loves mm. um, and and he dedicates the time to me. Like mm. I remember going trying it. You know, like, well, I'll give it a shot and see how we go. Kim picked up training with him, and I, I you know I enjoyed it. And then um, next thing, so I trained with him once, and then the next. Um, training session i went out mm. to um uh with collingwood um sure enough he's down there and um watched you know a few of my training sessions and you know he, he came back the next next time we went to go training he's like you know this is how you're gonna um say you're gonna beat this person this is how you're gonna be that person like mm. um you know this is with tackling this is how you're gonna you know same things as i'll um i'll train you up to do you know the fighting stuff but mm. actually the footwork is this, exactly the same principles as what you're going to take out in the mm. field. And um, the way that he breaks it down, like, is phenomenal. Like, yeah. And uh, like, I go out there now and I, like, I can see what he's taught me. Yeah. Um, unfold in front of me. And that's, that's interesting um, that it's translated to your football. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, obviously, um, you know, you, you quick feet and to get it in and out of, yeah, um, there's a, it's essential for boxing. But, um, yeah, like, mm. to actually, like, and the good thing about footy is, is I've got 150 meters to work with. Mm. You don't have much to work with in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, um, no, it is, it is, it's like I said, it's, um, you can't be at the top of your game and, yeah. um, and not know anything about it. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty lucky in that sort of sense. So, if there's anyone, um, that I could learn off in Australia, I think I've, um, I've got one of the, one of the best. Mate, he's a nine time world champion. So, um, so we've got D-Wish. D-Wish says, what's it like to play with Scott Pendlebury? Sure, it's terrible. Yeah, nah, look, I think um, you, you always admire, like, great players mm. um, from afar. But when you actually get in the same, like, the inner, inner walls and see how much he actually pours into his game, mm. um, still, it still got me, um, like, blown away how, how slow he actually is. <laughs> he always has time and space. It's, it's actually it's phenomenal. But, yeah. Um. I think that's just the way he plays the game and mm. how like he's the cues that he he sends out mm. to you know to turn one meter into five meters. Mm. Is, um. Do you think like, everyone you know, says it's to these basketball background? Yeah, Do you absolutely. think that's that's and definitely it, a thing? And it is. And um. You know he he knows how to read um other people's body language. And, and I guess when you're playing a um you know basketball mm. and you're playing in a close proximity of each other um same sort of those those things and like get out in the footy field and you got hundreds of meters to work with i mm. think he's yeah he, he's worked it out um, yeah and for a very long time but um definitely um one of the ultimate mm. professionals you ever you ever come across good bloke as well pendles for sure i've been around the club a few times and he's always pretty welcoming he's always got some funny banter as well which is yeah good. yeah i'm pretty sure he Owns the place now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? So who are the scallywags at the club? 
Oh, geez. well, Geordie is. Geordie's yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think like, he sits in a league of his own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it drops, you know, probably three or four levels before it gets to someone else. Before it gets to Ben Crocker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, nah, Croc, I really enjoy Croc. Croc's uh, He's a funny, funny bloke, yeah, isn't he? very, very funny. So, him. He'll be happy and, to be getting um, a Jordan, shout out, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Braden Maynard, they're, they're, um, they're actually, they're, they're ones that, you know, when you walk into in, in the morning and sometimes, you know, you get through preseason and you're going, oh, geez, what am I doing with my life? And, <laughs> and then you hear their voice and you're like, yeah, this is, this is what I, like, what, yeah. am I, what am I in for today? Like, yeah. that's the sort of, yeah, and it's, it's just funny. You never know what you're going to get. But so, hell, Yeah, it must be a hilarious yeah, environment. Yeah, so they're, they're probably three that's, yeah, like I said, sitting in, the, in a league of their own. And yeah, they love um, to have a bit of fun. And they're probably pretty boring after that. <laughs> yeah. So what about the young blokes? Who do you reckon are the real up-and-comers if you had to pick out a few who have really caught your eye? Oh, geez, that's pretty unfair. Like, <laughs> Come on, mate, there's got to be someone. Playing favourites here. Um, <laughs> nah, look, I, I really um, like and, and enjoy watching um, Tyler Brown. Um, mm, I've heard mate, that a few um, times. Mate, like the actual um, footy now is, um, yeah, like is unbelievable. Mm. Um, and he's once he gets to um, you know, understands how strong his body actually is and, yeah. um, and how he can move it because mm. um, he's quite tall. Mm. Um, he's going to be an unbelievable player and um, hopefully, you know, he can um, keep pushing his way up and, um, and and get his opportunities. Do you think soon. it's because he's got that not quite physically matured yet? Oh, I think he's um, – well, I'm probably crossing over into, mm. you know, coaches sort of thing. I think he's um, – He'd be ready to go. Yeah. Um. And then some some players um learn a hell of a lot more being around mm. um a, you know a, a, a higher level. And I think he would absolutely um thrive in in, mm. in um, being around those sorts of um games and, and competitions. Yeah. So, um. But at the moment he's doing um all he can. Um. And he's doing a, a lot of things right. Um. But I guess the problem we have at the moment is that. It's very, very, very tight for comp- mm. for spots. So the competition's pretty yeah. high. Ben Crocker's been very stiff to not get a gig this yeah, year. Yeah, he's, I know. So, he's been pushing his case, um, getting thirty fives yeah, and forties so in the been VFL. Trying to, trying to push for being a coach, so I'd, I'd have yeah. Him, yeah start an eighteen for sure. Is that something you want to do yeah, after? Yeah, oh, no, nah, no, nah, definitely not. Oh, That's why you'd I'm be a good coach, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a good coach. Nah, nah, so, um, but yeah, no, like, look, yeah, Croc, Crocs, um, you know, put in the power of work as well, mm. and um, good elite runner yeah, as well. Like you want to see. Good things happen to good people, and mm. um, you know, hopefully, you know, it all pans out well, and um, you know, these these young guys can come up and um, you know get their opportunity. Um, hopefully, they don't push me out of the side, but um, yeah. if, if it is, man, I'll be I'll be pretty stoked. You know, just mm. uh, see the growth of, of these younger kids that come through. So, is there any? Do you ever give any advice to the younger guys, or is if is there anything that you particularly think that? Is important for a young a young man trying to embark on an AFL career or any career for that. No, I think like like, you, said, like you, you do. You, you naturally go out on the track, and mm. um, the the best um, coaching and and feedback you can give is in real time. So obviously, with training, you can stop the play or you know actually you know sit mm. down and um, speak to him about a certain play. Yeah. Um, and then we have you know we we record training so much as well. You can go go back after after training and and run through the vision, but I think um, the best learning comes from mistakes. So mm. um, it's easy to sit behind a computer and say, "Oh, you know, you need to do this, this, and this." But mm. 
when you're actually out there physically doing it and you go, oh, geez, that feels, mm. I did the wrong thing there. You can actually feel that. and you yep. go, That feeling, don't feel it again because mm. that was the wrong decision. Like just when, when you that, get a when spray for someone. When that opportunity arises again, mm. um, you know, try something different or, you know, this is maybe do, you know, oh, I've been in that situation, um, you know, maybe think about this. So yeah. it's actually doing, I don't think um, like real-time feedback is, is mm. key. Well, I, I mean, I, I play down at Bentley Demons, mate, and I play in the twos down there and I get sprayed all the time. The thing is, I just never learn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, yeah, that's, that's, when, that's when people get angry. Yeah. I don't like, care that you make mistakes, but if you make the same ones. Yeah, they tell me, you give the handball. I'm like, but I wanted to kick it. <laughs> I don't want him to kick yeah. it. <laughs> it was mine. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. You've learned you learned something off Geordie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That's hilarious. Nah, I see him giving well, giving you know, sprays and trying yeah, to point nah, on the field. I'd, I'd rather him kick it as well. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he rates his own kicking, so <laughs> someone's got to. What's do you think that your biggest strength throughout your career has been your mentality and your tenacity? Yeah, that's probably I the thing I'd, I'd say that you're probably most well known for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, absolutely fierce nothing, at the yeah, contest you probably you probably don't want to and this is like with anything you do it doesn't have to be sport um mm. if you actually lay it you go you know you want to you want an honest man's pillow when you go to bed like mm. when you lay down you know yeah i think i've given everything i, I possibly could have mm. um and yeah you don't want to that oh, should have done this should have done that like yeah i think um i've just given it a given it a crack and if it works it works if mm. it doesn't like I've, you know, I've, I've, I've in, had the endeavour to do my yeah. best, and you've definitely um, tried your best. You know, yeah. So I think, um, as long as you, you know, and you, everyone knows their own capabilities. You know, mm. my capabilities are going to be totally different to Scott Pendlebury. So mm. I'm probably about a fifth of what <laughs> what he is. But yeah. like it, but it is, you know, I, I know my limitations and um, you know, and your and your strengths, strength and you'd have your so. strengths. He says. Yeah, yeah. His strengths and you just well. got to keep bringing it together, and that's why it's a team sport. You know, mm. everyone's got all these different strengths, and um, when you put them all together and um, you know, mm. do your job on on the day, um, it's just quite powerful. Mm. So, because if you don't do that, if you don't play your role in the side, you'll often come undone. Look at me speaking like I know anything yeah, yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't, matter. It, it doesn't matter what 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 level you play at. Yeah. Like, obviously, we get scrutinised a bit more because it's the you know. Mm. You make one stuff up, everyone sees it. Like mm. you probably make down at the local, yeah, you know, the local club. Like yeah. it's like you're still going to get the same, same feedback, and you know, like probably not on the grand scale, but mm. um, that they are like it, it's like it's it doesn't matter what mm. what level you play. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the same sort of principle, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, maybe you can come and have a game at the Bentley Demons once it's all over, mate. Yeah. Oh, Maybe this week. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some spare time in my hands. I can assure you, you won't be getting a handball from me, though, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, once again, thank you so much. I think the questions of the questions were awesome, but they've dried up a little bit now. Um, mate, thanks for coming on, sparing your time. Uh, we'll have to get a lynch mob together in, after all, mate, and go down to the AFL headquarters yeah, and tell yeah. them. <laughs> Let him play. Nothing to do with free, this. Free, free trav. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, mate, thank you so much. No it's been an absolute pleasure. Jeez. You rattled me. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>